come close. Turn out the lights. Listen up while I tell you a scary story about old scars. It's all coming up next on episode 29 of Resurrection Revealed. Thanks again for joining me for a quick initial thoughts and questions needing answers episode of Resurrection Revealed. Be sure to check out the show notes for a list of some of the questions we talk about tonight at resurrectionrevealed.com slash 29 and give us a call on the listener voicemail feedback line to share your thoughts for our full discussion fan feedback episode that we record Tuesday nights. So be sure to get your feedback in before 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday to be included in the full episode coming out. Give us a call at 904-469-7469. Again, it's plus one, 904-469-7469. Now, Resurrection Revealed is an unofficial podcast and blog by and for fans of ABC TV's Resurrection. And this one's being recorded October 19th, 2014. And I'm at Wayne Henderson your voice acting, podcasting Green Bay Packers fan, and tonight's episode of Resurrection, Old Scars, another fantastic episode filled with so much great stuff. We're going to try to hit the highlights tonight, initial thoughts, as well as posing some questions that we'd like to have your answers and theories to when we do our full feedback episode coming out Tuesday. Now, we get an interesting scene here at the very beginning with a man with a leg brace, great colors in this scene it looks like it's the 1930s being chased through the woods he's caught and lynched it's very gruesome but we see a young margaret langston there in the crowd it looks like watching all of this go down and the next thing we know it's modern day and we've got grandma margaret sitting on the porch having a little chat with lucille i guess this is the 32nd anniversary of jacob's death on October 28th, 1982. And let me just say, excellent acting performances here by Michelle Farley and Francis Fisher. Great, great job. And they're all planning a big family dinner to kind of celebrate Jacob's life. And Margaret, well, she goes back into being mom mode by insisting that they use a particular set of fine china for this dinner instead of what they were originally planning on using. So, She's in fine form, and you just know that things are going to be good. And man, do we got a payoff tonight with all the stuff in this episode. At first, I thought it was really interesting the way that Dr. Maggie Langston and Marty are talking about those bones of the returned that were taken. You know, two men, it looks like they say they're from the 30s. And I believe they even mentioned that those bones that were taken, one belonged to a white man and one belonged to a black man. So one black, one white. Memories of Lost, maybe, and the white man had knee problems, which obviously alludes to the scene at the very, very beginning of the episode. Meanwhile, Sheriff Fred is down at the diner, and there's this giant cicada that he thinks about killing with the salt shaker, I believe it is, but he lets it live. I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to maybe read into that scene, but it was very interesting and a reminder that the cicadas are very, very important to the story. And his mom, Margaret, comes by and Fred, you know, basically calls out his mom for being the person that might have moved the bones from the factory to the river. She denies all knowledge. 
but he is very suspicious. Fred is a lot brighter than he lets on sometimes, especially in season one of Resurrection. But while they are there, Margaret insists that Frederick come to the big family dinner. So everybody's invited, including the fact that Henry goes out to visit Barbara down at Sam's place. And in that scene, the reason I bring it up is Kurtwood Smith. He knocks it out of the park here with his acting. And Henry even tells Barbara that he's kind of observed that the returned have a special gift of helping heal old wounds if we will let them. So not only is the acting brilliant here from Kurtwood, but this whole statement, I think, is very telling to what's going on in this episode. And I want to know if you have some ideas as far as do all of the returned have this special gift of helping heal wounds, or is it going to turn out to be just particular ones? Now, of course, there's still no sign of our buddy Kevin Sizemore, who plays Gary. We may or may not see him this season, but I'm certainly hoping that we do. It was also very telling that Janine tells Pastor Tom that Rachel does not have to move out just yet, you know, due to her pregnancy condition. And speaking of that, they're at the clinic and they bring up that her baby is growing twice as fast as a normal baby. Now, isn't this exactly what they told us just a couple of episodes ago? It it almost seemed like the same scene, except for having additional people here. It, it Just a sense of deja vu. It just seems like that's twice now that they've told us this baby's growing twice as fast as a regular baby. Um, they really want to make sure we know that. I assume that means it's going to be born much sooner than originally planned. Hopefully it's a totally healthy baby. I'm all for that. Now, J. Martin Bellamy's doing a little bit of detective work. He's going through the old microfish newspaper articles and finds this headline that I think ties into the whole story. I'm sure you would agree. The fact that it says 12 factory workers killed in a trucking accident. And there's the photograph there. And apparently there's the man with the knee brace and another guy that looks like he was the one that came back a couple of episodes ago, was really sick. And Barbara Langston helped him. I believe his name is Arthur Holmes, helped him, I guess, disappear once and for all. It was very strange. He was there for such a brief time, but it seems like. All of the returned, at least the latest ones that are coming back, are all very, very sick, including the fact that good old Mikey, Carl's brother, he's back, but now he's feeling very sick. Is this going to be what makes them disappear once for all? And it's interesting that Sheriff Fred actually comes across the printed copy of that newspaper article that Bellamy was researching, and Marty kind of fesses up that he may have found some clues to the bones, and they kind of toss this out for us to think about that Arthur Holmes, the returned man that was very sick a few weeks ago, he said that he died in a fire a couple of episodes ago. But according to this newspaper headline, he died in a truck accident at the factory, which is true. Either one, both, you know, like they said that, you know, with a return, you never know how many times. So he could have died in a fire once, a truck accident another time. And I'm starting to feel like the truck accident was not so much an accident. Again, call in your thoughts. Plus one, 904-469-7469. And while you're at it, answering questions and such, why is it the Sheriff Fred is keeping that one little bone of the return from the 30s in his pocket? Is it because all of the other bones were stolen and this is the only bone they have left? And it's something that perhaps they can get DNA off of in the future. 
Sheriff Fred is up to something. And one way or another, I bet the fact that he's keeping this one little bone from the 30s in his pocket is going to come into play in a future episode. And just wondering if you've already pieced together some great theories of how and when and why that's all going to come together. Give us a call, plus one, 904-469-7469, or just visit the feedback site at resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. Now, things start getting really juicy here at the Langston Family Dinner. Everybody is there, so of course there's lots of awkwardness, especially when Margaret sees that Aunt Barbara is there too. Thanks to Henry inviting her. Of course, she's Aunt Barbara just to Jacob, but the fact that she's there does not make Barbara happy at all. In fact, she goes into the kitchen with Lucille and basically says that all of this family's problems started with that girl out there, meaning Barbara. So obviously, even when they were alive the first time, Margaret and Barbara did not get along at all, and she basically not only blames Barbara for taking Fred down the alcoholic path, apparently, but also destroying the entire Langston family. And I'm wondering if more than just how she related to Fred back in the day, perhaps Barbara is even more involved than ever before. So we got to keep an eye on her. It was very big of her to actually show up and come to this family dinner knowing that there's going to be all sorts of awkwardness. And speaking of awkwardness, it hit the fan when, because of course we're thinking that Grandma Langston, she's pretty bossy. We thought she would be the one to let loose. But actually at the dinner table, you know, once Jacob leaves the table, uh, whether he's bored or full or whatever, no kid wants to sit around and just listen to adults talk all night. So he leaves and then Lucille goes off. She basically accuses Barbara of killing Jacob and just goes way over the top. And I don't think it's just because they had a little bit of wine. I think she's had this bubbling under for so long. And now this is her opportunity. She says to Barbara that Jacob should be at this dinner table right now as an adult with his wife, instead of basically still just being a 10 or 11 year old kid. And I'm thinking, Wow. Not only was that mind-blowing that she went there, because the acting, so fantastic. I know I said it before, but it is great acting on Resurrection. But the fact that she went there, it seemed very realistic, you know, aside from the fact that we're talking about return to coming back to life over and over again. But the fact that these topics were touched on in such a vibrant, deep, strong way just seemed so real. What did you think of all of that? And were you surprised by any of the things that happened at that family dinner or after that family dinner? Resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback or plus one, 904-469-7469. Now, as the uh, family dinner kind of breaks down because Barbara storms out, of course, I mean, who wouldn't? Fred goes after her because after all, they were married, kind of still are married, it gets complicated when one of them died 32 years ago before coming back. But anyway, Fred goes after her and she lets him talk to her for a minute. She brings up the shoe that he left on the porch in the previous episode and basically has the same yearning that Bellamy had previously. She asks if he found her body and he tells her that he didn't actually confirm it, but basically in a roundabout way did and said that he let it go. So cue the frozen 
theme music. But besides that, it was a very, very touching scene. So it basically looks like reconciliation is coming their way. Now, another scene that I thought was very important and telling because obviously it leads into next week's episode is the fact that Marty goes and visits the old Langston factory at night. There's a naughty message written on the wall there about the Langstons. And then Fred comes in because he got Bellamy's voicemail. He comes down there and meets him and they just barely start to do some detective work there when they hear a noise and they go out and there is Mikey, everybody's favorite big brother. He's back and he's in his truck and he's really sick. And we find out, like they touched on earlier, that all of the returned, or at least the latest ones, they're all very, very sick. And it still strikes me as odd, like we talked about previously on Resurrection Revealed, that so many of the returned came back. They were maybe sick when they died, but now they're totally healthy, in addition to being back to life again. So that's pretty healthy. But how come all of these others are coming back sick and they're just basically filling up the clinic. Let me know. I'd like to share it on our full discussion episode coming out Thursday afternoon. Talk about it with Troy and the other listeners of Resurrection Revealed. What on earth is going on here? Why is everybody sick and is it going to spread? Again, give us a call. Plus one, 904-469-7469, resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. And again, be sure to get that feedback in before 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, so we can be sure to include it in the full discussion episode. And now, for one of the most mind-blowing scenes this season on Resurrection, we've got Jacob being tucked into bed. Grandma Langston tells him, not the usual type of bedtime story that you tell a 10 or 11-year-old child. She tells Jacob this very scary story about folks Back in the day, they called them demons back then because apparently they didn't know that they were returned and couldn't explain it. So, you know, even back then they were even more panicked than they are today in modern day in Arcadia. And that these returned, it just kept coming back again and again. And she called them demons a couple of times. But somehow, when Margaret was a young child, and although I don't think she tells Jacob that she was that young child, she, the way it's told, we know that she is that young child that somehow learned how to banish the returned once for all. So not only was this a vivid story and very creepy and disturbing to be telling that to a 10 or 11-year-old child trying to go to sleep, but Jacob does fall asleep during that story, and he almost looked like he was smiling. I'm not sure. Got to rewatch this episode another time or two. But not only, oh my goodness, remind me not to have Grandma Langston tell me any bedtime stories because that would not be the way to go to sleep at night after hearing that story. But of course, the big question, let us know, what is the secret to stopping the returned from returning? How can you finally stop it and be sure that you have? What did young Margaret find out and how did she find out? And of course, the main part is, what is the actual secret? We want to discuss that at length this coming week. So let us know. Be part of the show. Let your voice be heard. What a great episode. Oh, my goodness. So many things and such great acting. So happy to have this show back on the air this season. And I can't wait to watch this Old Scars episode again prior to recording the full discussions episode later this week. So until that next episode of Resurrection Revealed that I'm going to be doing with my buddy Troy Heinrichs, I just want to thank you for listening. Stay tuned. I'm at Wayne Henderson, and I want to hear from you for Resurrection Revealed.
Resurrection Revealed is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcast that'll make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Like Once, the unofficial podcast, blog, and forum with theories and talk all about ABC's Once Upon a Time, as well as Welcome to Level 7 for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series and beyond the to-do list. Check them all out and more at noodle.mx.